When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello everyone and welcome here to Prep Vase, the Predator Gaming powered podcast presented by me today because Milos is doing other things, I suppose. I'm joined here by two wonderful associates, colleagues, comrades, and compatriots, Demo and Des. Double Ds. Hello. 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 Introduce yourself. What's your name? What do you, uh, what do, you do? I'm Harry. Um, yeah. Demo Dumpster. Are you a uh-huh. wizard? No. And it is a podcast, so some people are listening. Can you describe yourself as well? So I wear glasses. Yeah. Um... My hair would be defined by some as born in the flames. Okay. Um, I don't usually see it as that. But that's a very exotic way of saying I'm ginger. Um, sometimes you might look at me and think, God, what's that, what's that sunset doing in the distance? But no, it's just, <laughs> it's just me. Brilliant. And then to your left-hand side. Hello, I'm his sidekick at this point, I feel. Wearing a backwards cap. Yes. Very cool. Yes. Very in. People don't yes. know that Des was the first person I ever cast it with. Really? And I knew nothing about Siege back then, so all I did was rip the piss out of demo for... Exactly, right? <laughs> all I did was rip the piss out of demo for five hours straight. Mm-hmm. It was great. Mm-hmm. People loved it. And to this day, I still do. Well, one of my first experiences, my first experience casting properly was with you. Yep. And my first bad experience with the hotel was with Des. <laughs> Whoa, was that when we didn't have any rooms left? They didn't have any rooms left. Yeah. There's a lot of bad experiences in hotels. Oh, honestly, they're not a good place for me to be. No. Anyway, I'm Fluke. I'm hosting this today. You might have seen me at the shops, but probably more likely <laughs> on you. At the shops? <laughs> yeah. You might have seen me around. We're here to discuss things going on in the Rainbow Six Siege world, mm. the ecosystem. So let's start with just that. We'll have a, we'll have a quick beat down on... Some couple of major regions. We won't go too in depth. Mm. Yeah. But we'll do we'll do the big ones. We'll start with some EUL here, which we've been casting. Cool. Here we love some EUL. Love a cheeky bit of EUL. Currently, Heroic sitting at the top of the board. How's that how's that going? Yeah, um I think the thing about Heroic that you have to look at is obviously making two massive changes. You know, you remove Gorgon stuff, those are two That's the founders, isn't it? Founders the heart of that yeah. team, really. Exactly. And, like, and yeah. you're sitting there thinking God, what have they done? It looks like they've they've, <laughs> they've, they've, they've disasterified missing out on a major spot. It's every, everything's just gone from there. Um, obviously, they're picking up two players with really no experience inside of Tier 1. It was always going to be a risk. Um, but they've done they've done good. Wow. S- still think they, they have tougher games to come, which is where I think things are going to be decided for that side. I mean, the thing about Heroic is they've done exactly the same as they were at this point. Two wins, one win in OT. Last time they were second because Wolves were sitting pretty with nine points. They're in fifth walls now. Mm. It's a real scramble. You know, at the end of the day, we're also only a third of the way through the stage. And I'd love to say opposition probably plays a big part in that and somewhat it does. You know, Wolves have played BDS, they've played Eminem, for example. Those are top four, top five teams really starting to fight it out there. So no matter which way you want to look at it, it's going to take a few more games before you really start to get the sense. But being honest, I thought Heroic were going to sit in like seventh place this stage, which is quite a drop from where they would have been before. Two new changes, two gunners, sure. 
But by the same token, two changes versus a lot of other teams that have now kind of cemented or got themselves comfortable or are making less changes. I was really nervous they would just get wiped to one side by teams like it's, Eminem, it's Rogue, risk, or risk, so yeah, on and so risk. forth. So well, all in good time, but we'll see. And the current top four, Heroic, BDS, Eminem, Rogue, in that order yeah. at this point in the previous split was Wolves, Heroic, Rogue, and Na'Vi. So only two of those four were the ones that actually made it to Berlin, mm. which I think, well, at this point, G2 previously had no points. They've improved. They have some... 4%, baby. They have some points. <laughs> yeah. Um, am I allowed to talk about G2? I, I, I've you kind of been told that I'm not allowed we, to talk about them I mean, anymore. you can, but, but they are sat in eighth place. To be fair, I will give you this. Wolves are on four points. There are also four of the teams on four points. Yeah. Oh, no, it's exceptionally close. Mm. We, so fifth down to ninth is all the yeah, same anyway. It's um, a couple of rounds Only one team in the top four has two full-time wins. Yep. Everyone else has one. Yeah. And then even Wolves does at the same point as well. It's very much neck and neck. But let's get into that a little bit later. Let's jump around. We've got plenty of regions and only yeah. some time. NA, NA, America, TSM. Back on top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're there at the top once again. Why hey, are the accent? What are you doing? Hey, we're in America what, now. I, I love that question. Just what are you doing? We're in America. Do you an American accent? No. Pretend to be Caliber Jacob. What do you think this is? I thought this was NA. Yeehaw. TSM, first place, three full wins. Yep. Mm-hmm. They were in exactly the same spot at this point last time. Mm-hmm. Is that an oh, or is that a, how are things going? Because technically, this is a worse performance because they at least got an overtime loss at this point last time. This time was a full fat loss. I think it's just they've had their turnaround, right? You win a, It seems to be a curse. You win an event and it yeah, remains to be off. seen with Rogue, but yeah. pretty much every team has dropped off after winning an event. Like we saw uh, FaZe struggle to qualify. They finished in fifth place, for example, from not the major just gone, but the one before, which is weird given they won in Sweden. And looking at TSM now, they've done what a number of other teams have done. They've brought in two new players. They've got Gasher and Snake trying to make a difference, right? To really breathe some more life into this team. And I love the kind of core three these guys have got. And I think these changes look sensible and interesting. Whether or not it has term long lasting impacts in terms of them doing well at a major remains to be seen. But it has flipped the script quite a bit in NAL in general, because now OXG, for example, are basically right at the bottom. That was it. That was the follow-on point. So you've had OXG, who were in the top four around this time in the previous split. They made it to the major, have since had roster changes, and have since found mm. themselves now with only a sort of draw towards the bottom. Them and Beast Coast, they have one overtime loss each. Laxin was the glue. Uh, so the thing about the, the Laxin change, you can understand why they've done it. Because I think it's very similar to what uh, BDS were going through. I think BDS and Auction very similar in terms of always making the events, never making an impact. Auction were on the same lines, always were there, always sniffing around in their domestic leagues, always doing well, always qualifying. But whenever it gets into actually winning an event, yep. doesn't work. And I think the, the side, they can't settle for that. And I think you need to make a change. They've chose Laxing for the change. Is it going to be better? Is it going to be worse? Only time will tell. At the moment, have, things haven't went to plan but do you really think that they do you you think they would have improved because i feel as if they've they helped they they hit their skill ceiling do they want to improve without making changes you mean as in if they kept the same team as what it was in the in the last split do you think if they qualify you know into the next major do you think they'd go and win that major because if the answer is no then the change that they've made is is right because they're not improving they've hit their skill ceiling Mm. There's, there's a few teams that have made big changes. Sonic's obviously another one as well, right? Mm. But they've made smart changes, it feels. I'm not saying that Oxygen's change was a dumb one, but it felt like 
we're losing a bit of that energy. Well, see, SSG took Yeti, didn't they, from Sonic? So that was a justified Yeah, but that was their well. own that was their own choice though to remove Yeti. Like he was gone, and then obviously got picked up by SSG just after. Um, I think for Sonics, I mean, Super spoke about it before in a couple of podcasts as well, where he was saying, you know, look, we're looking to one remove me from the game, and his whole view was actually really mature. He was like, look. The game has gone from being really heavily reliant on strategy to now being one about gun skill. I'm good at the strategy. I'm not so good at the gun skill. Therefore, my place does not currently exist in mm. this meta. It's best for the organization, the team, if I step down and put someone else in place. And to be fair, Gunner has lived up to his name. He's been an absolute gunner in NAL. They're looking like they haven't skipped a beat since the old meta in a way, looking really sharp again now. And they probably will make it to a major as they are. Whether or not they can go far is a different question. Let's jump to our other read. Yeah. APAC North, where we find, well, if EU was tight, nothing's tighter than APAC North. Six teams are on three points. Cyclops are the only ones sitting pretty at the top of with two are. wins. Then it's Talon, DK, Reject, Fnatic, Sandbox, and Spear, all with one win and Fav. Go on, Demo. Talk about CAG. Again, it's just, I don't know what it is with these teams that you just think, oh, yeah, Dem, we'll talk about them. Well, it's a podcast. It's because it's the only team you should it's talk a, it's about. It's a podcast. We are supposed to talk about the teams as well. I know, but it's, like, you know, you make it as if I can only talk about those teams. You, you can. Know, I can, but <laughs> I don't want to, you know, be stereotyped into certain teams. Go on then. Talk about them. Talk about CAG. Yeah. Yeah, just best team, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, you think they're going to take all? I, I just think the, the, the meta has fit them so well. Like, you, you look back at SI21, which I think was the really first time we've seen this team actually do something uh i mean i don't even think they made it out. did they make it out of grips at si 21 or did they come I last i don't and... think they did yeah but even though they didn't even come out of grips so they are actually you know they they got wins that they caused upsets mm. which um and we've seen like this you know the the sewer rats where they're just god knows what they were doing at the time yeah yeah but now the way they're playing siege that's actually the way everyone else is playing siege right now that but i also feel in a way in strangely they've kind of got they've worked in reverse where they've actually kind of worked back towards a more structured game well they can play, they can play both styles yeah yeah which I mean, is look at terrifying look at the play they just got on play day two when we saw them on the attack we were like hang on a minute they're changing things up here they're on the defense and they're not always roaming they, every they single smoked, round they smoked down one gear like yeah it wasn't even close no no that's exactly it they played multiple play styles that kept down one gear guessing and they mm -hmm. couldn't figure them out and i think that's a, a real sign of uh, growth in cag because the one criticism that mainly came against them was once you've seen cag's play style and figured it out although it's still hard to deal with like you can't like team one couldn't deal with them back in mexico with cag running out every door and window but you know what to expect whereas yeah. now you don't. They could just sit back on site. Black Rain might not be out by himself on their own. And that change and that variation is going to keep teams asking questions of, okay, now we know they're a nightmare to deal with when they do what we know what they're going to do. How do we deal with the unknown as well? They're becoming a really complex team, I think, and it could be really exciting for them at the next major. Who is, then, if Kaga... We're only two play days in. I'll, I'll, we're going to say they're cemented. I think they're going to be number one. Okay, but I, who, I don't who's think it's number close. two? Who's number two? Um, That's hard because there are six teams on three points right six now. Six teams. I do think Dan Monkey have enough. I do think. I think they have enough. Well, we, I've heard, we've all seen the reports that yeah. Yas is now back in, apparently. There are reports that Yas is back in. PJH, the coach, is back to being coach. Mm -hmm. So we'll see if that's something that turns... Because it's tight. It's a very narrow window. APAC North, there's not as many play days mm. as some of the other bigger no leagues. No playoffs no more. No playoffs no, no more. Two spots, mm -hmm. two rides, two airplanes. Yeah, and I think as well, they're all best of ones. And anything can... 
like best of ones are not the best way to judge because a team could get you know a bit of RNG, a bit of luck on their side, and that could be I it. Mean, best of threes is where you really start to see the grit. Yeah, you've got teams like Reject on the up and up. Talon, they're currently performing well. They sometimes had good starts, and then things get a little bit shaky as things go on. And Sandbox, Fnatic, shaky. I'm quite in, excited for. What was that? Is such in his nipples? Oh, Fnatic. Can I? No, I'm joking. It's a podcast. We'll have to describe it to the <laughs> listeners. An audio description. <laughs> Apex South. One other team. Again, two wins. Elevate. Yeah. They've got two under their bag. We had a wonderful chat with Onagiri. If you haven't listened to that, listen to that. Because yeah. we might reference some of that later on in this. Fury mm. and Gaming Gladiators. And uh, one other team. Wildcard Ring. Wildcard. That was it. They are all with one win. Yeah. It's, and it's a shorter league. It's quite interesting because the team that were formerly known as IG are now tied. Yep. And coming into the stage, many thought Knights were like the favourite to perform really well and make it to the major. So far, they're zero and two. It's not the start they were looking for, and there aren't all that many games left because at the minute, it's only a seven-team league. You only get six games. They've already lost two. They're a third of the way in and have no points, and they only got five rounds overall. That's not a good sign for a team that many considered to be the favourites. Yeah, I think if you look at that league, Elevate's always going to be there. Just They are ever present. They're just, always top two. Always yeah. going to be there, and I always think the second spot, it, it differs. Yeah. You know, we had Chiefs, you know, was kind of the Chiefs, team that we always going to be there. Direwolves had that stint. Just... Honestly, take your pick. Yeah, but Elevate seem to be the staple. And I think, truthfully, that will always be the team that people get excited about from APAC yeah. South for that reason. All right. Well, let's get excited about our final region for this conversation, Latin America, mm. a region that obviously you've got a lot of familiarity with. And, well, it's a little bit topsy-turvy for some people's books. W7M, NIP, both struggling towards the bottom of the board. FaZe, second place in the most recent major, and a consistent force are second to Black Dragon, MIBR, and Team 1 mm. are rounding it up. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you say NIP at the bottom, that's not a surprise in my opinion. Honestly, you've had this. I mean, I just, you've had this thought for a while. Hang though. on now. You say at the bottom they're on five points. Top is nine. Near There's the four near, points. Near the bottom. I mean, yeah. for, for a world champion team, near the bottom. Do you think eight but places is, no, 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 is no, no, still no, no. good? Saying, or last stage? This is like saying NAL. Oh well, that's the year near the bottom. It's like yeah, but they were one point from making the major. If you're not top four, you're not at the bottom. Oh, that's why I you always want to look. If you're not top four, nobody cares. Okay, okay, okay. The description is that you would expect them to maybe being a little bit closer towards the teams that also had a run at a recent major. They are still a very well-credited roster. And it's always still the part of the conversation here for people that have strong opinions. It's so early in the play days. We yeah. can only judge on what we've seen. And, you know, the lights out is as important to a race as anything else. How you start really can define the rest of the run. FaZe Clan... Three wins, one in overtime. Mm -hmm. Black Dragons, the only team to pull the three clean wins. One mm. loss. Yes. Yeah, Black Dragons, very long-standing organization in that region, has been there since really the beginning. Mm. Um, Black Dragons were always the team that um, their players got taken from them onto the bigger teams. They were okay. kind of like the, the academy roster in many senses. Um, you know, to Liquid, for example, Black Dragons were, were hindered by Liquid for, for a good period as well, just grabbing their players away from them. Um, but, you know, I think Black Dragons have always shown that there's always somebody else that they can go and make into a great player, and I think they've shown that. Okay, that rounds up the conversation, and I'm going to perfectly thread this into the next one based on things that were said in that, which is the angle of coaches and the current sort of rise and run that they have inside the matter. As you said, Super, he took a step back because he believed there was a different thing. Over the recent period, we've had Twister and Fabian inside EUL come back into this ground, and we've had Laxing, as we had with the conversation of mm. Elevate. How do you think... 
they're doing? How do you think they're coming up to speed with this? Should we start with Fabian? Let's start, no, with, let's start out there. After well, all we've seen last night. The easiest one to bring down, I guess. Yeah, sure, start there. <laughs> there was a bit of a, a commotion last night with with, uh, with G2. And, you know, they, they were saying that... What was the commotion, it, it was basically they end up in Theme Park. Read the tweet. And uh, G2 didn't know they were going to Theme Park because Fabian did not ban it. So that, that's, kinda, <laughs> that's how you sum it up. Fabian just thought, oh, you know what? Let's just throw them into it. To be fair... Kind of won, so is they did. You know, kind, it's they, they kind of won. Not big they, brain? They, they did. They they did, and this is kind of more showing more about I think team form than it does so much about the specific maps that you're going into. Realistically, I don't know if walls also were in total chaos and just like we had no idea we were going here. We didn't yeah. prep this map either, mm. but to go into a map unprepped and still win seven five when you had a really rocky first couple of weeks, I think is a really good sign. Put on your big brain hats for a second. Uh, that is already on. Do you think the idea of obviously Twister coming to EU and Laxing going to APAC is as impactful in the current meta as it would have been about a year ago, a year and a half ago? Yes. Why? In the sense of I think it's more impactful now, sorry, I suppose I should say. Yeah. The reason being that, like I said earlier on, um, in terms of uh, Super's reflection, it's less about the strategy now, it's less about the prep outside the game, it's more about the decision-making in-game. And in a way, who is better? Now, some coaches will say coaches are definitely more qualified for this. But who is better to tell players and give them advice on how to react than someone who's played the game for five, potentially six years, right? Latsing and Fabian bring that in spades. Mm -hmm. They've been there in a lot of high moments. They've both won the biggest competition there is to win. They've shown what it takes, that they can make their decision-making live in real time and adapt. If you can bring even... 10% of that into a team, it's going to help you be so much better. But even now, like like Monagiri was saying about Laxin, it's also helping outside the game in terms of saying, well, let's think about the comp you bring in here. Is it right for the situation? It's again, that on the fly decision-making. That is why it's more impactful now than maybe it was 12 months ago. I think a player coach 12 months ago, probably not as impactful as it is today. Mm. I look at the Laxin thing and I think it's not more of a case of changing how you know, elevate play the meta, quote unquote. I think it's more the case of the experience that he brings and it's the little like basic things like it's scheduling it's and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. right. I think that Laxine is going to improve on that basis because I wouldn't say that like, I don't think anyone's trying to play like North America, you know, at the moment. No. I don't think you want like a North American yeah. play style. Um, whereas I look at Twister and I think you want that Latin play style for a team like Secret because Secret just... <laughs> look, look at how they were last split. There wasn't really anything you could say that they did well. And immediately you can see the play style shift. You can see the way they're playing Siege and it is resembling Brazil. Yeah. You know, I've obviously been very fortunate to see a lot of Brazil and see how they play that game. And Secret are showing me that. And it proves, like, like Twister has, has coached you know, three massive teams in Brazil. Yep. Um, so it, he, you know he's going to have that experience. And I think for Secret, you know, they said themselves, they're up for trying new things because they know that what do we have to lose? <laughs> and what they do before. You know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, they've got to do something. On that perspective, I guess I'll pose the question to you. If you were, and this is going to take a lot of imagination from you, if you were a pro <laughs> player in Siege... It does take a lot of what imagination. What current player, what current person do you think would be your favourite or your personal best to have behind you Ooh, for that mental idea? Player as a coach. Yeah, yeah. If you were to be able to pull anybody, not that you're wishing them retirement, but your fantasy world, you're there, it's the final. Who do you want stood behind Canadian. you? Canadian. I was going to say Canadian as well. Yeah, because he amps you up. Like, see what he does to teams, right? The teams he touches win things very clearly. They do pretty damn well whether it was Charlotte, whether it was SSG, it was SI, it doesn't matter. He amps the team up. And I've had a few chats with him like away from broadcast and he's just been so 
focused and so passionate it's almost like it's a really serious topic for him and i imagine it is oh, yeah. but about leadership and keeping teams on side inspired he's the guy you want behind you having your corner and also imagine over again four or five years of playing if not a little bit longer the amount of experience that he's going to have is going to be absolutely unreal in the same way latsing is to um, elevate right now i'm sure reasons demo Demo Lard. Just the experience that he has. Um, I think he's able to not only chill you out, but I think the hype that he can get out of you as well. This like, is an that's another point. thing. Get you ready for, for yeah. war. I did ask him about this because I remember one of the recent majors, like before, he went around and he'd be like, Whoa! Yeah! Woo! You're crap! He'd just scream that kind of stuff. It's on a t shirt. Geo, yeah. why are you on PGO? I have the worst gun whereas, in the game. Whereas now, like, he was really kind of subdued. be like, Yep, cool, good round. And I said to him, I even asked him, I was like, You know, why are you more subdued? Is everything okay? <laughs> And he was like, I kind of realized that that amount of energy, for some people, it really gasses them up. Like, yeah. look at Rampy back in the day. Still even now, someone. Are the you all droning? Mm -hmm. What the <laughs> He loved it. But Troy was basically saying, Canadian, he was saying, you know, at the end of the day, if you're super high all the time, for some players, it doesn't get the best out of them. So you don't want it on too low. You don't want them too high. You want them engaged and focused but not like losing their crap. Wait until after the game when you've won to get to that level. So even now, five, six years on, he's still adapting his leadership style, which is really cool to see. Well, let's go from old blood to new blood. Let's go into Rookie Watch. Oh, uh, your favorite segment. His favorite top. Rookie Watch. Someone who watches That's, Rookie Watch. What's, what's our jingle? You see new people. <laughs> rookie Watch. Dez sees new people join the league and he's like, who are these people? I don't uh, watch NPL, bro. I'm busy. But that's great. That's, a, that's, a, that's the experience. It's the experience all of us have had and... and you know, you obviously have a great test of this. We've had so much fresh blood mm. come into EUL this split. Mm. We've had so many new names across so many different teams. I believe it's the most we've had in one swoop ever without fresh cycle things. I think in NA now there are more rookies playing than there are experienced players. It is. And, it, and it's sort of, it's showing the age and the state of the game and how lucky we are that we are now reaching an age where we have this new player. Mm. People who... You know, were 13 when the game released. Mm. Navi's average age is 19. Yeah, yeah. And, that's, and that's exceptional. That's insane. But not all of them have been hit and miss so far. It's tough. You can't always come in and have a Cinderella season. Um, I think every rookie that's came for EUL has done, has done work. Well, what's, what's, I don't want to make you scale them. Because I don't want them to be. I'll at scale you. them. All right, scale yeah. them. You know me. <laughs> top, top three, top three rookies of the stage top so three, far. Right. Top three what rookies at the moment. I know your number one, which is Likifak. Yep. Your number two is leader. Mm, no. I would have said maybe said yes on day one, but I think after yesterday, he got boned by Groovy for fun. Yeah. Groovy was in his back pocket. He was living Teb did have free. a very good middle day as well. Teb had a terrible first day, though. A terrible first day. Which and you have to keep day. that in mind. Those two are finding the balance. Okay, that's what I mean by rookies haven't yeah. had this run. I, I think probably June. I June? think second. Okay. Okay. Um, third mm. is... Oh, it's difficult. Um, I'd honestly put Groovy in the conversation. I would have said Astro. I think Astro, I think the dynamic and I think the shot calling that you actually probably don't see uh, mm. from Secret. Yeah, because you know, I know Astro for a long time and the guy reads the game so, so well. And I think it was something that Secret were missing um, for, for a majority of, of last split. Because you kind of looked at Secret and you thought, it's realistically, you're only going to be seeing Kendrew calling. Um, I don't think you would expect to see anyone else really step up where I think Astro comes in with a lot of experience IGLing other teams in his past. And you know straight away he's going to be able to come in. And I think it's a good dynamic that Secret has because you can have Kendry shot calling from obviously that support role and Astro can shot call from the entry role. So they can work in shifts almost and kind of dictate how the game Astro's goes. Astro's taking the night shift. <laughs> <laughs> so congratulations, Leak Effect. You get the crown. Yep. For now. <laughs> it gets to the head. Who's next up? Give us a name. 
give us a name from the from the streets. What? Next up, oh hashtag next up um, yeah. from from tier three in the EUL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you were at the MPL finals. Probably. Realistically, anyone from Ten Star. I think okay. you're looking at. I think you're looking at Oscar from Victus. You have to put a bit of respect in him. Um, someone who I actually thought was going to be in this this season, um, but didn't make it. Mm. Um, didn't make it yet. Didn't make it yet. That's it. Um, you never I, know. I was. I was. I was actually, See you soon. I was talking. I was talking to to leader as well. And apparently, there's there's a guy in in the Spanish nationals. Okay. I forget what his name is, but apparently he's dropping like forty and eight on opening kills and deaths. Well, we gotta see that. That's why I don't. I forget his name, but I looked at his stats and apparently he is. You know me. I always like to wait and see. Wait to see to yeah, proof yeah. before I get too excited. You're a busy man. No, no, just in general. Like I don't mind <laughs> watching them. Like I watched MPL all weekend, but. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's ever since I've seen some players like around the world, like APAT North is kind of a great example. Number two was on Takumi Festival, the company, the company, the team was called <laughs> the company. There's the org he was on. Um, and he was dropping like, he was top rated stat and pretty much everything in the whole league. So much so that Fab then picked him up and he was then pretty mediocre. Had a good like first stage then started to slip, eventually got dropped. So I always like to see t uh, players prove they can come into the big leagues where Turns out every single player can basically shoot back and show they can still be as special in that top tier league. And thankfully, we do see that. I'd probably wager in 85% of cases all around the world. Now, we've done a very brief bit about Blur earlier, but mm. I think it's worth highlighting Blur and always in Dan, the sort of return yeah. of those that have been around for a time. How do you think they're sort of hitting the boards? Because Dan had an unbelievable performance in an unfortunate another loss for the roster. Yeah, um, really well. still do worry for outsiders. Um, Obviously, the pickups, they've they've taken a risk because you don't know how two old players always and Dan are going to fit into the new play style. Dan's come out in an interview and said himself that, you know, they, 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 those two boys found it difficult coming back in after not playing for a long time. Um, but I think they've shown that they're, they're working really, really hard on it. Dan's came across very well in interviews in that regard. Uh, the performance last night, it was really only Dan. Um, one single carry... That was it. Nobody else really was stepping up to the plate. Yeah. It's one of those games. So I think the other four have to sit there and look at themselves and think, no, this, this isn't good enough. You know, we can't just rely on Dan carrying us out of these wins. And um, and as we know, a single carry isn't always going to be guaranteed the, the full three points as well. It's the outsider curse. Just oh, inconsistency yeah. is rampant, sadly. Blur. Hmm. It's tougher with Blur. I mean, I he did die and split really randomly yesterday with the diffuser when his team had sight control, and I was asking questions. I think, I think the difference. But that's one moment. The difference with Blur coming into G two is there's a lot of always and down already on G two. Blur's yeah, coming into wants, the other side. I've of that. Yeah. said it so many times. Everyone loves hating G two. That is just the facts of everything. I blame Fabian for what he done in 2019 in terms of him being a media presence. <laughs> I think they love hating G2 because they're seen as, you know... Well, G2 is an org, it's just G2. It's, 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 the, it's the biggest European org, absolutely, yeah. right? Yeah. So everyone wants to kind of see the downfall of those that should be at the top. But probably also the reputation they carry is a little bit of ego, thinking they're really good. And then when they don't do good, it's like, ha. Yeah. Um, I mean, you looked at that the blur switch. Comes in for Prano. Can you say right now that he is doing better than Prano? I would say yes. I'd say Lots yeah. Of changes worked. Yeah. Last couple That's of all it was. It's, a different, it's a different taste. Of different all people. they it's wanted is somebody who can shoot better than Prano. And realistically, I think Doki said it last night. He said you could really pick up anyone, and we still have this same problem where we just need someone who's going to be better than Prano, and then we're going to have to work and see how this player is going to fit in this role, and you know all that stuff to go with it. We could unpack G two forever, honestly. Yeah, I think yeah. Just but we don't have there for hours. enough time. So let's go to a very quick topic, Grim. Where is he? Why aren't we seeing him? In the bin. In the bin? In the bin. They said it on Aguirre's quote. I said, why haven't we seen Grimm? And he, he said, well, my teammates said he sucked, so we haven't played him. <laughs> 
It's like Demo said, it's a little bit clunky. Yeah. And the thing is, is gadgets only useful in a position where you are actively looking to make someone move, which means you've got to be in range to get the gadget anywhere near them, which means fair chance you're getting swung when they know you're pushing in through a door. Yep. You're there with this over like the shoulder mounted thing. The bezooka. Just kind of there like, hi. What you call bang. it? The bezooka. Never again. Never again. <laughs> I love it. The bezooka. Uh, if if anyone played it, I would use it on a cast, but nobody does. That's, that's, never use it. As long as I don't hear that on a cast, <laughs> never, nobody bring that. Either way, that's the Thank concern. Whereas, whereas ops like Chanka that have to do a similar thing. Chanka's terrible. Play, play, play pinball. Terrible, terrible, you terrible. can just bounce things and, all around the room. And the thing is as well, like, even if you were to like hit the launcher and hit where you want it to be, it still has like a two second detonation process. You just walk away. It's not even like a, an issue. It's like a it's so small. Yeah. The 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 radius that those bees projectile into. Don't even R- have to Romans worry. Romans don't sit static anymore. They're just always moving back, moving. They back, only last for like what 10, 15 seconds. It's oh, if it tags you, it's good. It's, it's a it's a live tag, and then it tags you for fifteen seconds afterwards as well. That's a long time. And, but you have to hit it. That's, that's the other the problem. Thing. You have to hit it to make it work. And I mean, it, even just as kit is, it leaves a lot to be desired. You have a what a commando, which is. Okay. You know what I think? I think they were so scared of how well he performed in solo queue. They were just like, let's not go over the top with gadgetry. I wouldn't be surprised if in the future patch he has his secondary gadgets changed. Uh, he, just, he needs something else. Honestly, give him nades. Oh I've got give, give him nades. There's nades, nades open. Are a there is nades we, open. We lost four nades. You know, add the Mac in, they're sitting there. Yeah. EMP changes. Good. Good. Decavy's like pick rate, win rate has gone whoop. Same line. Yep. Uh, Thatcher's not banned as much. No. Thatcher pick rates we're seeing as well still. Yeah, well, somewhat. I mean, it, yesterday we saw it open in the two games, both me and Tim cast, and got picked probably a third of the rounds. Yeah, I think that's the thing, because there was the graph that was in the pre-show, which yep. sort of showed that he's had a drop-off, but he's also had more of a chance to play. He's mm. taking into consideration how often he was banned before to how he's just never banned now. Yeah. That, I think, is still statistical. That, I think, is still... He's technically getting more play because there's just more of a chance to play him. But I still think we're trying to find the use of those gadgets. I think people are still trying to find a way to use them sharp inside a game environment. I think so far we've seen more misplays with them technically, but it's a teething period. Yeah, as long as you know what you're looking for in terms of impact tracking, because obviously the impact difference between the, the, the impact grenades and the main factor is smaller radius. So you yep. have to be very precise whenever Less you use time. them. That's the key bit. And seven seconds, I think, is really... I think it's is nine, it, isn't is it? it? Seven or nine? It's pretty sure it's nine. Factor sure. is what, 12? 15, 15, 15? You don't want to say he's 15. One of those. Nine for the mini MPs. Um, and you have to be specific. And we've seen a few times where you could have a mute jammer, yep. right dead center in the middle of the wall, but then there's a kite claw top left. Yep. And moments like that, that's where it stalls out teams. We've seen a couple of teams do this actually, where for example, defending Villa Vault, they'll chuck one inside of games room, kind of behind the door where you can tuck it and get it through the wall. And that can be low or high. And then inside of Vault itself on the right-hand side of the wall, they'll put one kind of opposite it. So you have to use both EMPs to get it because yeah. the radius simply isn't big and, enough. And even like hatches, you have to drone out which corner it's in. I mean, that was even, it. even yeah. that, for example. We saw that yesterday on Cast. Right? Yeah, yeah, and with the M&M game as well. Yeah. Sort of throw out of the hatch, doesn't do anything on Moto. So it's like, okay, cool. We got a, or E-Box even, we got a change. And that's where Thatcher is good because it's just easy. Yeah, yeah, you, sure, don't, you don't yeah. have to think with Thatcher. I said this yesterday. It's like for a few teams, like like you say, I've got to think. If you worry there's too many mute mozzies around, for example, if you want to get rid of things like magnets and Especially ADSs. like a long attack where you have a lot of prep to yeah, go just, for and you want to give it makes life time. easy. Yeah. I almost think teams are kind of overestimating how easy it is to attack with the mini EMPs. Mm-hmm. And a lot of mistakes are being made. So teams have either got to get a lot better and accept, okay, we're going to have to drone things more here. We're going to have to figure things out before we use them and commit more time to that. Or just bring the factor and go, look, we don't care. Toss yeah. it in the corner. It's disabled. Away we go. Mm. There are things they've got to consider. 
Good want, demo. Yeah, no, I, I'm loving this because I just get to leave you two. And, <laughs> you can just buy. I suppose I always, I always feel whenever we mention Factory, you have to then mention Maverick because yeah. he's very he's similar. Disappeared. Maverick's gone. Yeah. Disappeared. Um, I, I just, I knew as soon as you remove those two grenades, he's just gonna be gone. You yeah, know, it's a bad time, and I don't even play him on Oregon anymore. Top floor. No, attack. I think that it's very fair. You'll, you'll see places I, uh, Clubhouse CC push barely has a Maverick now. Yeah, if it's sort of played at only, all. There's only one time I see a Maverick, and that is literally for a specific uh, attack on a specific bomb site, and that is Oregon yeah. Kids Attic. That's the only time you see a Maverick these days. Whereas yeah. it used to be described as there were certain band patterns, if Maverick was in it, mm. was the toughest attack yeah. to put together. Was, it, was it BDS who played it yesterday on Club, I want to yeah, say? They did. They, they, did they were the still CC using thing. it for cached yeah. attacks, both of them, yeah. But that was pretty That's stylistic, it. I think. And, and, yeah. and then they lost that attack as well, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's so. very stylistic. They, they, were, they were good at doing he's, it. It was just a little bit. He's just, just losing. The, we've seen it before. Like, Capital fell off losing nades. IQ fell off losing nades. Yeah. Oakley yeah. fell off losing nades. Remember Thermite with his nades? Well, Thermite needed to lose the nades, but he was still always going to be played. But, <laughs> How dare you? Um, How dare you? So it's, it's yeah. a running theme. There's some operators that are, are good because they do have the nades, and nades, as we know, are so, Capital is so strong. strong right now, I think. Um, and Buck. You reckon? Yeah. Buck's in a good... Buck... Gun six, hard breach gadget, guns that are still okay, just... And a great gadget. But, but, Buck's good, but I, I don't think Capital... I thought he was going to be more picked than what he is. I think he that's what I think he was going to be a lot better. I think he slept on. Mm. I, think, I think that's the thing about, for me, Capital, I put currently in the same box that I would put Sens, in that I want to see more of them, because I think, from my perspective, there could be so much that could be done with them mm. as operators, as pushers. We're getting a little bit more Sens this time around. A little bit more of a taste of what those giant light walls can do, but still... I think we're kind of coming out of the wake. Everybody's waking up from the LMG meta. You make sense to speed, they are playable. Like, are more playable. I'm not saying, yeah. I'm not saying they're, they're dead in the water, but all, I just more think... Playable. I, more playable. I think for operators like that, like, sense is literally based around going for, like, executing rushes. You need to be yes. quick. Yeah. So why... Are they a one speed? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I completely imagine, agree. Imagine Ying being a one speed. What, 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 what would you be? do? What's the point? You haven't got a C, you just listen. There's a reason why we made Blitzer two speed because one speed wasn't cutting it. You only got three speed on the TTS. Yeah, no, it was four speed on the TTS. Oh, it was the extra, was it? Yeah. That was, it was a scary nightmare. I just think kicks. for operators, <laughs> for rushes, they need to be quicker. They just yeah. need to be. Yeah. No, I agree. You know? No, I, I very much agree. Imagine making Oryx a one speed. What's the point? Although teams have been using point? sense in terms of like back top four, roll it in, then holding a window angle rather than trying to push it well, behind see, it, right? I think. Chalet is where you see most sense play, and that's because they've got the drone hole that cuts off onto um, the bar and billiard room, yeah. and then you've got the drone hole that cuts off onto dining, and then that's about it tactically to just sort of run the mill. Mm. There's attempts with sense. There was an attempted sense rush twice yesterday in Villa. Yeah. Both of them failed. We had it on bank as well with an osser plant yeah, behind bank. it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was quite cool. I know I asked you this as the precursor. I said to think about it. If you were to design an operator... I thought two years ago about this, don't I? Two worry. years ago? I've had this That was a head. very different meta, Derry. Yes, it was, but I still think it's relevant. Okay, um, what's maybe, your operator? Maybe less so now that the, uh, the nade, um, nade meta is I really gone, want, not just died. To, just to quickly say, I want this clip to be sent to the pros that Derry talks with. For All right. You absolutely chastise I've actually spoke to a few of them okay. about it as an idea. I'm, okay. I'm deeply passionate about this, right, as you it, can it, tell. Tell us your passion. But I'd love the idea. Um, and if, again, now, there's no, now the nade meta's kind of gone, it's less a big deal, but the ability to deploy something on the ground that is nade proof for one nade almost like a like a, a, a metal mat that you put on the floor if you stood in it nades obviously can't kill you from below but it is destroyed when it gets hit by a nade that would have been okay in the last meta i think now nades aren't really a thing it would limit them too much not as much no. but i think being able to protect you from fire from below whatever you need explosives to destroy it from below would be quite interesting like one super army essentially yeah the floor below you yeah yeah very much so
And damage doesn't go through it on the first nade, but it does get destroyed. It'd be or like a really big black build shield. Yeah, but like you one kind black of, beard. kind of, but you can't <laughs> shoot like it to 800 destroy health. it. People will probably say, oh, it's too strong. You haven't got nades on your team, for example. You screwed. How do you deal with that? And it's like, yeah, well, bring nades, idiot. Hello? Mm. Ash, Sophia, anything like that can deal with it. Even a gone six, arguably, if you wanted to. What do you think, Demo? What, your idea? Yeah. Give me it out of 10. I feel as if that's what the design for his army was supposed to be. Well, you're supposed I don't to think so, because she was a site architect. That's yeah, a bit yeah, different. Yeah. But, but as in, like, you can still place his armies, like, underneath you. But you the can. only issue is you can still nade through them. Exactly. It's one beefed up. One. I mean, we all sat there and watched the reveal. I think that's what we all thought. Oh, this is going to be great. You can you can place them on the floor. And yeah, people watched, get people watched oh, the no. Grim reveal oh. and thought that would be bad. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> um, Remember the response to Tachanka? Yeah, I mean, I wasn't buying any of it. I'll be honest with the Tachanka. I still think his radius needs to be buffed on the shoe because that is not big enough. It's not, it's just the fact that you have to pull out the thing. and then I don't hate that because that. that's where you play pinball wizard and try and get a nice angle onto something like you do on bank. You're pretty it's, safe back there I, behind I a shield. Mean, but if you look at the chunk and smoke, they're supposed to be designed to be these area that will stop the plants going down. Yeah. Smoke's just so much more safer. I agree. And that's the I issue. Agree. Like you need to make the chunk is like make it like smoke where maybe he has like a wrist launcher like Boba Fett Ooh. or something like that and like fires the fire or a Star Wars yeah. and Siege well this I guess what's your operator what are you gonna um, I've always I've always been fascinated by get get the get the canine operator in okay but the canine operator no, you, and then get an operator with a, with a dog but people would feel so bad this isn't like old school I don't want to shoot a dog Call of Duty yeah. where you're calling the dogs and they run you down it's not yeah. that kind of game well That'd be ridiculous. Right, I mean, right. What, Would you be able to right, control the what, Please explain the mechanics <laughs> Rainbow Six Siege is tactical shooter based on real life response units, all that. What have we not expended have apart from a canine? last few operators? Yes. We have a bloody bee launcher. Well, that's why we have to go back and we do, do we stuff do. we haven't done yet, i.e. the dog. It, or, dog. or um, get somebody who can place like a ladder in a window and then you can like climb, the ladder up, operator climb is, up the, the windows. It's a classic suggestion mm. is the ladder operator. Yeah. So, so how does that benefit you versus repelling? What's the idea behind that? Silent, maybe. I don't know if you've heard ladders being put up around your house any time demo, but they ain't exactly silent. Um, I guess you could have up and down on hatch, like a slow oryx for attackers That's that true. anybody could mm -hmm. use. Mm -hmm. So defenders and attackers could use it. Yeah, I wouldn't hate that. Yeah, that's actually not a bad shout. Someone's mentioned that before as well, yeah. Just something that... I mean, if you get one of these... Or even just imagine it as a secondary gadget. Like, for like... for like <laughs> The ladder. For like two operators total are allowed the secondary I can just see ladder. ladders like hanging from the ceiling Just, a, just a ladder that can get kicked out. G2 would bring a five ladder loadout. The same way they brought five <laughs> Ten impacts. Ten impacts they had yesterday, right? Yeah. Yesterday. The Round one. Rainbow Six, if you're listening, ladders. <laughs> ladders. Start thinking with ladders. All right. Well, oh, listen, at least my uh, idea. One, one final idea. Yeah. Hover drone. It's been talked about. Mm -hmm. The so idea of a drone not sticking to so, the yeah, ceiling. Yeah, as in like they can fly. Drone. Someone that proposed that as a rework for Blackbeard. I think it was Zeman, right? How, how do we go from Probably. shield operator to flying drone man? Because Blackbeard. <laughs> Is that a rework? Because Blackbeard sucks. Blackbeard, pirate, parrot drone. Oh, yeah, 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 dear. Yeah. Oh, dear. On a, to be fair, you buff, the one way you buff Blackbeard, make it so he's not, whenever he has the shield on, you don't have that speed debuff. Yep. That honestly, I don't know why it's there. Mm. Honestly, that's the big Why issue. do you want to buff Blackbeard? Please don't. Well, I I'd rather rework him because yeah. he just doesn't do much. I, I think honestly, you make him too speed. Yeah, it's good. I remember honestly. what he was like when he did do it's, much. It's it's not fun play, and I, I had this issue in a lot of other games I've played before. When you're awarding someone for making a mistake by giving them an out, i.e., shield in front of your face that stops you getting headshot, 
but you can still headshot other people. It's pointless. Right. It takes away from the skill, the skill aspect of Siege, as we all know. So what, if you're playing Dark and you've swung and you've been down, oh, I can pick myself back up, you're telling me that's not the same Not realistically, because... Let's not, get back to, still... let's not get back to talk, picking people up and picking themselves up. That was already, <laughs> I mean, that was already the, a topic. That, that, was, that, that was talked about, wasn't it, for a while, with like Rook or something? Yeah, yeah. Well, that Rook change up. isn't still, it's still not in yet. Yeah. Mm, but but there's still I know it's being talked about, which will be interesting. I don't right. think it'll be significant, but no. it'll be interesting. A one off. It'll be a one off. We'll see it work. Oh right. my goodness. Look at this. If you've got opinions yeah. for operators, tweet them out. Put them in the chat. And I'd if, love to hear some cool if ideas. You, yeah, yeah. Send us, send us your ideas. We're, Design don't, workshop. Never send them to actual people who work at Ubisoft because A, they're not going to listen, because B, they're probably designing their own things. <laughs> we don't know what they are, but you can tweet them out. Oh, so we can talk about them because mm. we're not allowed yeah. anymore. Although I did help. One time. One time. Yeah, we're getting closer, though, to wrapping this up. So I'm going to ask Had uh, to that in there, didn't you? you the biggest question. Hi, I worked on an operator for Rainbow Six. I have one of the developer fantasies. Okay. Did you actually? I did, yeah. Oh, no way. I yeah, didn't realize I that. I helped design one of them. Um, I wonder who. You'll never guess which one. <laughs> uh, okay. Who wins, who wins oh, the next major? Geez. Oh, I don't know what you can ask. This is the moment. final question. Like, this, this is the big, big final is, question. It's so early to know. Everything at this point is purely speculation. <laughs> That's why I'm asking. Elevate. All right. We did interview nah. Super Onigiri. Please nah, go watch there's that. There's no way you've said Elevate. Nah. I said, I be, said, I please, said, please, did please I not be honest. say, please be too honest. early to call. And then you said Elevate. Yeah, please you, be honest. Who are you going to say? Face. Oh, I can't wait to click this. It has to be Face. Okay. It cannot be Face. Like at the moment, the meta, Face by far the best thing to play in this current meta. Or it can't not be. No, it has to be Face. It has to be Face. Yeah. There's no other team, I think, at the moment in the meta who can play it the way FaZe can. FaZe have always been, for the longest time, a team of five players who can do anything and everything. All right, what's your final? Hmm. FaZe versus? Oh, BDS. Hmm. Possibility? I mean, I just think BDS are back. I haven't seen enough yet. It's a dangerous thing to hope for BDS <laughs> to succeed at a major. I stopped 18 months ago. It's a dangerous <laughs> As a BDS supporter or as if, a BDS fan, it's a dangerous it thing. Is. It if is. you believe in the Church of EFAC, there's never a doubt. Praise be. Never a doubt. I believe in the church of Onigiri. We worship Mark 14, 1.5. Uh, Isn't this the same man who Oh, I forgot to ask him if he likes running a suppressor on it or not. You can text him. That's a DM him. Text later. him there. Or uh, any NA? Do you think they'll have a show? I was, I was thinking about the teams that are there, and I'm like, I don't know. Because TSM have changed. TSM Obviously, have changed. Sonics have changed. Yep. Darks are currently in third, but... I don't know. That, that, that league changes so much so it fast. Does. Like last stage, we were talking about Astralis, Xset, OXG even. Where are those three teams in the conversation? They're not. Any G tours? No. You. G and I said it yesterday. G two are great when it comes to the hero plays and clutching out big rounds with big plays. We've really got to see the strategical team play aspect level up to another tier if they're going to win a major. I know. I know what you mean by that. But like we've seen, te like we've seen teams win invitationals down to people just having clutches the whole day. I think the game's come a bit too you know? far forward now. To be honest, mm -hmm. though. I think it's a bit too far. I forward. just think the way anything in life, just if you have a bit of momentum, just a run. That's oh, all you yeah, need. momentum's good. Three weeks, good. Three weeks, you could play terrible for the other forty-nine weeks. We've you a good three weeks. Yeah, 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 Actually, three, you're a major three. champion, right? Mm. I've got to cut them off there, unfortunately, because right. we've been nattering for a long time. Des, enjoyed this. Yeah, it's been lovely. It's been a wonderful chat. Des, thank you for being here. Any words for the fans? I'm really disappointed and didn't take the piss out of demo more. That's okay because I got this demo. Any words for your fan? I'm really happy I didn't get the piss taken out of me today. <laughs> thank you for listening thank you for watching it's been wonderful to have you in our little how is it cabinet of curious I don't know what Milos calls the corner the corner cool box there's really there's like a mirror window on the side of this I don't think it's ever been shown cabinet of curiosities I think it's very it. cool thank you for watching we'll be back with more of their stuff and probably some shows at some point I don't know when this is released I probably should have found out but that's why I'm not always the host <laughs> bye <laughs>